go. <clears throat> Let's go. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Hi, Claire Isaac. Oh, Claire you Isaac, are you, are you hearing I me? I am coming in loud and clear. Over. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Welcome to an episode of Plain Devil's Avocado. It's episode seven of season four. Oh, that sounds good. Doesn't it? Yeah. very long and tiring to me, but here you go. Yes. Um, this is, we are declaring ourselves an election-free zone. We are, because we're one day in and I'm bored of it already. <laughs> Instead, uh, we're coming at you with some Culture Club. Culture yes. Club, we're coming at you with a minnow, oh, a minnow moment? No, I don't know. We're coming at you with them, at, or if you want to feel old, maybe it is a minnow moment, actually. We're coming up with a follow-up, we've got some snack attack, we've got... Uh, a big question, big question, and big some beauty question. spot for all the ladies of a certain age. Beauty spot, beauty spot, spot beauty spot. spot. So let's go with our election-free podcast. First up, Lisa. Yay! <laughs> yes. First up, let's do some culture club. Culture club! Culture club! I went to the movies on the weekend. Oh, what did you see? I saw The Batman Oh, and? <laughs> well, I, you know, it's been out a while <laughs> and yeah. I, I had wanted to go and see it and then I don't know why I didn't go and see it and I think I just sort of I lost my mo- movie mojo a bit but I love Robert Pattinson and I actually thought this was a really good Batman. How long was it? It was three hours long. It was very long. I had some great. Oh, oh my God. I had some great. Did you have to go to the toilet? No, I didn't. Did you have a toilet break? I didn't, but <gasps> I did think about it. You sat there for three hours? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. um, Good bladder control, Claire. Thank you very much, especially for someone of my age. Um, (laughs) Our Pats is like, um, you know, I've always loved him since Twilight, and I know he's like 12, whatever, but he does a good Batman because he does a terrible emo kind of Bruce Wayne with his hair all floppy and he's all scowling. Yeah. But then when he's in the suit. A bit broody. Yeah. A bit broody. A bit broody. In the suit, he's just heaven on a stick. And then oh. Zoe Kravitz is the love interest Catwoman. Yes. I spent most of the movie wondering why her balaclava was riding up so high. <laughs> and then it's part of her costume. Um, oh. But I just thought it was good. It was very gothic and dark um, and, you know, fun. It was, nice to, it was nice to go to a cinema and watch a big epic like that. Very good. Have you been was watching? it busy in the cinema? Uh, yeah, there was lots of people in there, actually, surprisingly. Oh, yeah, it was like... Um, yeah. I, yeah, I haven't been to the cinema. I did watch a film that was on SBS Movies. It's an old film, but I didn't watch it at the time. It's very sweet. Highly recommend it. Stan and Ollie. Yes. Um, all about Laurel and Hardy, Hardy and their final tour together. And it stars Steve Coogan and um, John What's-His-Face. Yeah. John O. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is his name? What is John his C. Name? Riley. Yeah. John C. Riley. John C. Riley, that's <laughs> right. Um, and it was, yeah, it was just a very entertaining hour and a half, lovely. Um, really recommend it for something mm-hmm. a bit different and really quite gentle and whimsical. Mm, so I watched good, that movie, it? but not at the movies. Right. I watched a movie, not at the movies, which was on Apple, yes. which was the Parallel Mothers, the Pedro Moldovar movie. I do like a bit of a... Oh, is that a new one? Yes. It's quite good. Penelope Cruz is an ageless wonder. 
She really she is. is. She's just She's absolutely marvelous. beautiful. And I just was so delighting in the Barcelona, like just the accents and the, you know, and the, the talking fast Spanish and the delicious food and the lovely streets and made me very What's happy it about? to watch. It's about two mothers who give birth in a hospital, one of whom is Penelope and one of whom is a young girl. And um, and just their sort of journeys into motherhood and what happens is some, some very sad and interesting and kind of kooky stuff goes on. Um, Penelope has this affair with a, um, a, a what's it called when they dig things out of the ground? <laughs> Archaeologist. Archaeologist. An archaeologist <laughs> guy is coming to dig up this town where her family all perished and um in the Spanish Civil War. And um so there's sort of like sort of this um kind of historical bit going through it as well and just about family and history and um and then they become friends again. Um the mothers, I mean, they don't know each other when they give birth. They're just in the same hospital room kind of thing. And it's just, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's sad and it's, um, you know, I love the Moldovar. He's, it's like my my husband calls it, it's like watching a really terrible soap opera as a movie. Oh, perfect. Yeah, you'd love it. Oh, you'd love it. And then I go. watched Starstruck season two. Now, you don't like Starstruck, do you? I did like season one. I loved it. And oh. I tried season two and she has started to annoy me. Oh. And I don't know why. I just feel like sometimes, why can't they just leave season, one season and be done? It's the same with The Great. I'm really struggling with season two. Mm. Season one was amazing. And like it's like Starstruck season one was so cute and, and funny and fresh. It's like you don't need to keep flogging the horse, I you know? I hear you, actually, because she's a bit annoying. And also because she doesn't make her mind, like she's a bit all over the shop. And at first you thought it was kind of this cute, cute, kooky girl. yeah. But having said that, I watched the whole series over the weekend and loved it oh. all. And I just okay. love him. I love, yeah. So it's Ruth, yes. uh, what's her name? Rose Matafeo. And um, she's a New Zealand comedian. And it's just a very sort of sweet, you know, 20-something. And she's, she hooks up with a, with with a, a movie famous star. film star. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you yeah. would have seen the episode, um, season one probably, but season two is out now yeah. and you can watch it if you like. You've been watching a comedy show haven't you too uh it's not a comedy show oh, it is show, um yeah. no it stars anna paquin it's it's another old one but it's on um foxtel and someone um has been urging me to watch it for years so i finally did mm. it's sort of about two or three years old and it's about um a pr anna paquin plays this very high level pr chick who deals with crisis management for celebrities Ooh. and Honestly, it's so good. And she is a wrecker herself and she's trying to sort her own shit out. Um, so, like, they've got the, um, the the naughty chef who's got caught with his pants down. Right. They've got the comedian who, um, you know, gets cancelled, cancel culture. Um, and then they come up with all these terrible, devious ways to, you know, change the narrative and, oh, yeah. and spin the PR oh. story. Uh, it's really hugely enjoyable, and there's some really good, um, really Cameos. good actors and actresses in it. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. So I think there's two seasons of that on Foxtel. Oh, Foxtel I might binge. watch that. I've yeah, been watching Severance, which has just finished. The last episode yes. was on last night. Have you been watching it? No, but I've heard good reviews. Yeah, I didn't like it to start off with. I found it all very confusing. It's very sci-fi. Ben mm. Stiller directed it. It's like a sci-fi psychological thriller. Um, but it's got really good people and it's got Adam Scott in it who you'd recognise from the oh, I love 
Yes, but it's got John Turturro, Christopher Walken, Patricia Arquette. Oh, great. Um, and great it's, it's like basically this company where when you go to work there, you take this thing called severance where your non-work memories are separated from your work memories. So oh, I love that. you don't know who you are <laughs> on the outside. They call them innies and outies. So the people that work in there don't know what their lives are like on the outside. And the people who, when they go home at night, they don't really know what they do. And then it's about this team of people who start to question what's going on and start to piece it all together and go out of their way now to sort of find out who they are on the outside and try and sort of dismantle it. And it's very good. Oh, I mean, anything Ben Stiller does gets a tick from me, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's not funny, and he doesn't get his penis stuck in his trousers, but, you know. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, there is that. Oh, right. <laughs> I would still watch it. Uh, um, I've been reading a book. Oh, yes. Look at us in our reading... large lists of the club. Mm. Large list. I'm reading Run, Rose, Run, which is by Dolly Parton and James Patterson. Oh, my God, that is the most bizarre um, combination of things in the world. Yes, and Dolly has also made an, uh, an album of original songs that accompanies the novel. Mm. And the novel is about a, um, a young singer-songwriter who heads to Nashville to make her fortune, but she's on the run from something and we don't know what. Mm. And then she gets taken under the wing of this um, the biggest superstar in country music who um, feels very, very familiar to anyone <laughs> who knows anything about Dolly Parton. Um, and I'm about halfway through, and it's very fun. Um, there's it's like lots a rollicking of intrigue. good time. Oh, it's so rollicking. It's a rollicking good time. It's mm. a psychological thriller, but with a bit of Nashville country thrown in. Um, and, and it feels, it almost, reading it, it feels a bit like a Jackie Collins book. Oh, is it saucy? Um, no, not yet. But there is a hunky, um, hunky former um, SAS guy who's now a wannabe country singer. He's involved, and yeah, it's all. It is really rollicking good fun. I'm going wow. through it at a rate of knots. Rate of knots. Rate of knots. Yes. Um, all right. Well, I think it's time to do a meno moment. <laughs> it's not really meno moment. What is your meno? But it sort of is because. You know how you have to be of a certain age to be going through, you know, this time of change? Well, here's a way to make yourself feel really fucking old. Let's look at Brooklyn Beckham's wedding photos. Yes. Because he got married on the weekend. Yeah. I can still remember Posh and Bex's wedding. Of course. Purple throne. Highlight. Thank you very much. Highlight of my year. Matching hair hair colours and haircuts. Yes. Um, purple but was dress. Brooklyn, Brooklyn would have been born. Brooklyn would have been at that wedding. Brooklyn was at that wedding. Yes. yes. Um, Probably in a little purple outfit. I think he was in a little suit, as I recall. Yeah. Little purple suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So Brooklyn, I, like, there's something about the wedding. I must say, it left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth. And it, it was quite um, extravagant. Very extravagant. Just mm. so not reading the room. But, you know, and and also he's 12. Like, well, in my mind, he's 12. He's not 12. He's 25 he... or something, isn't he? Yeah. So... And they married... married young. They'd they marry young. So he would, he wouldn't think, he would think, well, I'm going to get married like my mum and dad did and start having kids young. Yeah. And, and his, that's the way we do it. His new wife is um, a, the daughter of a gazillionaire. And, Literally a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. And daughter of a supermodel. So that's like, you know, it's like the yeah. ching-ka-ching, both eyes light up. 
Um, and they had this extravaganza in Palm Beach in Florida. With I was Mary. sad that Harry and Meghan didn't turn up because I, I know, thought they were going I know. to. Well, Gordon Ramsay was there. Mm. <laughs> and like it's random C- C- Serena and Venus, they go to anything yes. these days, those two, don't they? I felt like it was a bit distasteful, but I still couldn't wait to look at all the photos. Look, I didn't. I, yeah, <laughs> I just thought, I just felt very old. And my friend Todd, yeah. um, hello Todd, texted hello, me Todd. saying, um, "You know, you're old when you're watching video mm. of uh, of the Beckhams at their own yeah. son's wedding." Just remember um, when he was born, so, when they called him Brooklyn because he, that was where he was conceived. When he was conceived, <laughs> Oh, well, uh, half their luck. I mean, I you know, who can, you can't complain about young love, really. And they're not that young either. Also, she's endless, 27. Endless supply of $350 champagne, you know. Yes, and, please. And like her favorite florist had like something, $90,000 worth of flowers or something. It was like the most extravagant. And I know I shouldn't be like complaining on behalf of the rest of the world, mm. but there is a little bit but of you will. Goes. Can you just you know, think about what else is going on in the world. Rain Maybe it just in a don't bit. Don't tell it. Yeah. Rain it in just a tad. Just yeah. a tad. Now let's do a follow-up. It's a follow-up, Lisa. Follow-up. It's a follow-up. It's a follow-up. Do you remember um, a few weeks ago we spoke about goblin mode? Mm, I do remember as I got up from eating chips in the sink and wiped the yes. grease off my fingers. Yes, I do remember that. So it's sort of about how we've all descended into this um, this slovenly, slobbery phase and sort of sitting around in our pyjamas and eating eating cheese, which we'll come to later. Um, so this was, a, this was a column in The Observer by Eva Wiseman, and it was all about how she's taken some time off work and sort of getting used to not having work as her identity Mm. um one of the things she talked about that she did do was watch that show on netflix called is it cake which i'm a little bit obsessed with claire i know i keep meaning to watch it you haven't watched it please watch it and then we can discuss it another time um but it's sort of again about we talked again we've talked about vibe shifts as well and it's how everybody is just rethinking their identity and what's important in life and basically it's a return of slackerdom Mm. which I'm all for, because I think our generation, which is Gen X, um, invented slackerdom, to yeah, be honest. Did, didn't I think we were, we were the original slackers. Well, we, had so, a, we were the um, ones that had the movie in, didn't we? We had a movie exactly, called Exactly. Yeah. We had a movie named after us called Slackers. <laughs> so it's saying... I'm um, a slacker from says, way back. Exactly. She says, as those ground down by their unappreciated efforts to self-optimise, give up the fight, um, and those who saw the pandemic chew the meat of their jobs down to white bone, decide to reshape their lives around something other than work, bring on the beanbags. Heaven. And to me, heaven, isn't it? Mm. So, um, yes, she's saying that everybody's saying, is it worth working every day for money, for recognition, to shore up an identity? Or can you live on less um, and spend much more time with only myself to talk to over tea? Mm. is work all important or not well it's funny that you say that because i read a story as well about that and it was talking about when you should leave a job right but also when when you you? should leave a relationship and when you should leave a friendship but the job was really interesting because it says um when it's affecting your physical or mental health but also like what it's like useful to ask yourself what do you want to say on your tombstone or what would you like to be known for 
and basically right. they're saying that people don't think about their careers enough in terms of what makes them happy so they don't and about their values and you know whether yes. or not you're you're doing the right thing we're all just so con- sort of convinced that we've got to climb the ladder and you know um they were saying that you should if if it enables you to have the lifestyle you want and you're doing something that you're happy doing then that's fine but if you're not you can just leave just you don't have time for your if you don't have time for yourself and you don't have mm. time for your own mental health and we've discussed this many times lisa we have Claire, the we podcast, have um yes you know, there's no point wreck yourself for a job. There just isn't. Mm. And I think we've all come to that realisation now after COVID, haven't we, that we don't need to I do it. I think we have. And I think that article, which was in the SMH, also was saying sometimes you can just do a job and that's it and just get paid. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't have to be, you know, yeah, this, your this huge ambition. Job. Or your soulmate job, they call mm. it. Sometimes mm. just do a job, get paid enough to earn what you want to live on and then have a nice life outside of work which is not taking out taking up all of your time the less you work the more you can eat that's right which is a lovely segue segue. you just gave me handed me that on literally on a plate on a a lovely plate because it's time for some snack attack snack attack snack attack attack, attack. (laughs) um i tried something so that no one else had to this week Yes. I went out of my way to do a good deed. I tried right. those melts chips, which have been... Uh, they're all over my Instagram Same. feed. Same. And so what they are... Do you think that's just to us or is it to everyone? It could just be because we talk a lot about snacks <laughs> and they can hear you on the phone. Uh, yes. They're normal crisps, chips, right, in the chip aisle, in the you know snack mm-hmm. aisle. But then they have melty cheese on them. So or is it hot cheese? I don't understand. No, it's just like it would have been melted cheese and now it's sort of slightly hardened. But there's something very disconcerting about eating a chip that's got some soft cheese kind of just lumped on it. It's so weird. I just don't think they're going to take off. But I did it go... absolutely revolting. I did the hard yards for you while I was in Batman, actually. That's where I ate them. And then I threw the rest of them in the bin as soon as I left. Wow. So I just I felt they were just too weird. Now, they should be something I'd like. They they I thought they were targeting me perfectly with the ad. And they looked so oozy and delicious. But when the cheese isn't hot, I think it just becomes clammy, mm. clammy cheese. And that's not anyone's friend, is it? No. No, it's not anybody's friend, Claire. No. But speaking of cheese, and yes. this mysterious benefactor, we shall call him my next-door neighbour, Doug, Yes. Said to me today, do you want some cheese? And I said, sure. He gave me this massive wedge. And I'm talking probably about $30 worth of Dauphinois cheese that he bought in a warehouse sale. And it was honestly, it was the biggest blodge of disgustingly, beautifully melty Dauphinois cheese I've ever seen. And it's delicious. And so that's. Oh my God. Yeah. Dauphinois is so delicious. It is. What a nice thing for your neighbour to give you. Lovely, paying it forward, you know, paying that's what we're all about. That's right. What have you well, been we're all eating? about people paying it forward to us. Yes, pay it forward yes. in the buck stops with me. Thank you very much. You've yeah, been eating what I've been eating. Delicious, delicious things. Yes, we went away for the weekend, and where we went away, there was a Sonoma bakery. And yes. I've always been a bit like, yeah, whatever, Sonoma does amazing sourdough, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, we popped in there. And it was Timmy's birthday, my husband's birthday. So it's like, oh, let's get some little treats. So we bought a warm apple turnover mm. and a creme brulee donut. 
oh my god Claire, I just yeah. can't even tell you how good these products were <laughs> and they've ignited this baked goods obsession thing inside of me that is not going to end well it's been laying dormant hasn't it it's been laying dormant and it's just like it's released the beast <laughs> it's released the yeasty beast <laughs> so the next day we had to go back there and we bought some of their not cross buns because mm-hmm. they have an s on instead of a cross uh, i see what they did they are bloody amazing and we also bought their giant cheesy pretzel mm-hmm. oh my god heaven um and it's just Sonoma heaven. I just can't, yeah, it's it's a bit of a worry. I'm going to have to get it under control. Yeah, there is. It's quite hard, isn't it? Once you start. Once you start, it is really hard to um, calm it all down a bit. <laughs> and the other thing I ate, Claire, and I was inspired by you. I was mm. in Audi, mm. not an ad, not an ad. And um, I picked up a bag of preps or mini eggs. Well, I looked for them today, but I couldn't see them. Don't bother. Mm. Oh, they're not good. Well, they're very. Solid chocolate with just tiny little hints of pretzel in. I was hoping for a proper pretzel filling mm. encased in chocolate mm. in a nice little mouthful. Mm. Um, very disappointed by them, I have to say. Mm. Well, Aldi, mm. there you are. You're, honestly, Let us down. today we've had some, some good and some bad snacks, haven't we? we really yes, have. we have. We've, com- we've covered the whole gamut. Um. Let's do some beauty spots now. Beauty spot, beauty I've spot. I've got something interesting to say about beauty. Please do. Um, so it's also a bit of a meno moment. Moment. <laughs> Again, because I got gifted by a friend who is a beauty editor some meno skincare by a brand called Prey, P-R-A-I. I think I've heard of them. Yes, I've got some They don't just do meno, do they? They no, do everything. They're very yeah. anti-agey and they're not hugely yeah. expensive. They're like $60 for a moisturiser as opposed to, you know, your Estee Lauders and stuff which get up there. But they're not cheap. And I can't yeah. really work out where you get them from because some of it's on TVSN and some of it seems to be on their own website and various places. But if you right. need to, I can put um, a link to their website in the podcast um group facebook group yes um which is pdas because i think it's worth anyway yeah i got the meno soothe sleep cream the meno soothe moisturizer and the meno soothe cleanser and always i think with these things oh gosh they're going to irritate my skin because everything irritates my skin but i put the sleep cream on and straight away it was tingly and cooling lisa it's cooling and it's like this So good weird... if you get the hot flushes. Yes. And then in the morning, my face, I thought, oh, well, that tingly means that it's bad and my, I'm going to be bright red when I wake up or something. But it wasn't at all. It's plumping. It's moisturizing. It's cooling. It's calming. It's all of those lovely words. It was just absolutely delightful. So I actually think that they are actually doing proper skincare for women of our age who have, you know, who need those things. Like, I feel like it... Got heaps of hyaluronic mm. acid and you know, like it's all very moisturizy. But the cooling thing was just a phenomenon. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So that's yes. what to look out for. And it's not an ad. I literally just wanted okay. to share the joy. Share the um, joy. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Dress for success. for success. But men. <laughs> but men. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there was a story written by Damien, um, what's his name? Damien Wall now. Yes. 
Um, Not sure how to pronounce it, yeah. No, but in the Herald and in the Age. And it's about um, how Lenny Kravitz is offering an alternative to men of, you know, of a certain age wearing puffy vests, navy jumpers and check shirts and things like that because he turned up to the Grammys in a chain mail top and Yves Saint Laurent leather pants. And I thought, well, there is actually something I in that. I can't believe he's 57. There. I know, he's 57 years old and he's dressed like yeah. a rock star. And, of course, you know, most men of our age... He is a rock star, to be fair. Well, that's true, exactly. Not only does he dress yeah. like one, he is like one. But I thought it was good because always we talk about women of our age and how they're dressing. You know, we're so judgy about, yes. you know, making sure they don't look yes. their age and all that sort of stuff. And yet there's not an awful lot of men who are, they say, bringing sex to seniors dressing. Um, yes. Because Jared Leto, who is 50, also looked pretty damn hot in a very low-cut yes. lace shirt. I'm all for it. I am too. I'm all for it. I think it's really, yes. really great that men like have the bravery to dress in that style as they get older because I feel like often they just like women can do, you get stuck in a rut and you just end up, yeah. you know, wearing sensible clothes or whatever. But, like, you know, you look at that in this article, there was um, Vivian Westwood designer Andreas Kronthala, who's her husband, isn't he, I believe? Then yes, there's um, Vogue editor-at-large Hamish Bowles, who's 58, and they're dressed in, like, leopard print, in, like, parachute pants. And, you know, they're just like these, they just look like cool people. It's just nice to see. Let's all just dress up a bit if we want to, I think. Dress up, embrace what you like. 65, you know, like my husband dresses nicely. And he bought bought a lovely, um, very expensive leopard print shirt the other day. Good on him. Well, he doesn't feel like it was him at all wearing it. And then he he got so many compliments because women are just crying out for men to wear, you know, interesting clothes, not just a shirt and jeans. Take a bit of a steer from Harry Styles, didn't they? Yeah, it is. It's all that. It's it's literally just kind of like going. You know what? I'm going to put some colour in here. I'm not going to just wear jeans mm. and sensible shoes. And you'll reap the reward. The ladies will just won't be able to get enough of you. Ladies will love it. Um, we all have an what? inner rock star. Apparently, yes. says um, also. Boys yeah. will love it as well. Everyone should love it. I think it's Everyone great. will love it. Your husband's yeah. quite dapper as well, isn't he? He is. He's very dapper. Mm. He's, he is dapper. He's a bit of a dandy. I like a dandy. I like. Well, I think. I think he's very f- fashion forward. Being mm. a dandy. He is. Mm. There you go. So um, I'll tell him that. <laughs> please do. And of course, <laughs> Harry Styles is the ultimate dandy, and I will not hear a bad word against him. All right, one more quick thing, I think, yes. is it? And that is a big question. Big question. So I was thinking, I was looking at um, something the other day that was like a skincare range or something, and it was like, you know, 1300 Better Skin was their phone number. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, there's always like Pizza Hut 1300 Pizza or, you know, whatever they sing. And I thought, what would our... <laughs> 300 number B, Lisa. It just got me yes. thinking in the words of uh, yes. Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie, yeah. Um, what do you think it would be? Well, I have suggested 1300 FFS. F for Freddie, F for Freddie, S for sugar. Yes. Or for fuck's sake. Just in case. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Yeah, 1300 for fuck's sake. Because I was going, yeah. what about 1300 avocado or 1300 devil's avocado? But then you yeah. went straight for the jugular. I agree. Yeah. 
or one three hundred yawn. <laughs> one three hundred meh. <laughs> one three hundred just no. <laughs> one three hundred seeds. Seeds. That's can't be. What is it? Can't be fucked. Can't be fucked. Yeah, and that's the yeah. overall, isn't it? Yeah. Um, um, if you have any good suggestions for your one three hundred number or yeah. our one three hundred number, then we have to set up a one three hundred number where people could just ring in and leave us rude messages. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah, <laughs> go down. We could charge them ten cents. <laughs> Make our fortunes. We Probably could do leave quite our, well. Leave our jobs to... <laughs> <laughs> and okay. get some bean bags. Yeah. Oh, it sounds fabulous. All right, well, um, it's a short one this week. It's Easter, that's why. We're all, everyone's getting ready to bunker down with chocolate. We're going um, for our Good Friday. We finally booked it, didn't we? Good Friday. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you all have a lovely long weekend if you get to um, celebrate in that way. Um, Stay safe. And I'll report back um, how much seafood Claire actually managed to consume next week. I think you'll find I can I can outdo you. <laughs> I can I can hide it in spots you've never known existed. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right, I'll see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.